This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Jeremy Wolf. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Good Neighbor Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Wolf, and today I am joined by Michael Prisant. Michael is with Streamline Electric. He was actually recently nominated by a previous guest to come on the show. But I, I got to say, I have seen his name and his business's name uh, recommended highly on a lot of the local uh, Facebook groups and other neighborhood apps. So he must be doing some great work here in our community. So I wanted to have him on the show to talk a little bit about his business and his backstory. So Michael, thanks so much for joining us today. Hi, Jeremy. Thanks so much for having me. Happy to be here and uh, ready to ready to roll. Ready to rock and roll, as I like ready to say. To this Friday, let's get the party started, my friend. So yeah, tell everybody a little bit about Streamline Electric, and then we shall go from there. Sure. So Streamline Electric was uh, formed in 2007. Uh, we are a local company providing service, service primarily in the Broward County area, but uh, we do also work in Dade and uh, Palm Beach counties. We are a family-owned and operated company with a small but highly efficient team of knowledgeable and motivated professionals who are proud to provide the viable solutions which our clients have come to depend on us for. We also provide a multitude of services including permit processing, engineering, light design, logistics, uh, expert electrical system evaluations and testing, expert witness services, uh, as well as general service installations and repairs, just to name a few. Okay. Uh, let me ask you, Michael, are you using a microphone or are you talking into a computer microphone? Because uh, it, it's, it's not coming through as clearly as I'd like. Uh, can you maybe try to speak towards the microphone device that you're using? It's I clear. It's just, it's just, it's um, a little muffled. No, it's all good. You can hear it. It's just yeah. not the best. That I am like actually it. speaking into the computer, but uh, that, that sounds a lot. Now? That is a lot better. Yeah. Okay. Very, very good. Very good. So uh, electrician started in 2007. Did I hear you say, do you do residential and commercial? Did I hear you say or no? Uh, I hadn't mentioned that specifically, okay. but yes, we do. We do uh, residential, commercial and industrial electrical work as well. Right on. So <clears throat> prior to 2007, when you started Streamline Electric. Were you in that space or were you doing something else? Talk a little bit about your background and your journey that led you to start Streamline in the first place. Great. Um, so yeah, actually I had been working in the electrical field since I think about 1999. That's when I got started. Uh, I came from very humble beginnings I actually started off as a laborer digging ditches mainly, but uh, I believed that I was meant for something more. Uh, I sought out a proper education through Associated Builders and Contractors Institute, also known as ABCI. Um, and it was there that I developed a deeper understanding of the electrical industry as I became exposed to the science and uh, mathematical aspects uh, behind how everything functioned. and. Uh, went together. Uh, I immersed myself deeply in the discipline. Um, I worked and studied hard for a very long time. 
Um, and I did this uh, knowing that, you know, with the proper knowledge and understanding um, of what I was being exposed to, that um, one day it would be an integral component of my future success, my family's success. Um, and, you know, also without which I might not be able to perform at the highest level possible, which was, of course, my intention always has been. Um, I've accumulated some accolades along the way, many. I uh, won't get too deep into those, um, but anybody that's visited my office will know what I'm talking about. Um, and I got, you know, many, um, many stories of struggles that I've endured along the way, but uh, I'm always seeking the next bigger, greater challenge, you know, so that I might continue to grow. And I believe in a uh, growth-oriented mindset. You know, it's a cr critical part to maintaining that forward momentum in life. So that's um, yeah, that's how that. I've uh, arrived here at this point. Yeah, I mean, I got to say the extent of my electrical expertise is uh, it goes as far as changing out some uh, some outlets on the walls and maybe a, a, an overhead light. But beyond that, uh, I need to always hire a professional because what you do is uh, can, can be can be rather complicated. But I wanted to see if you could speak to some common myths and misconceptions that the general public typically has surrounding what you do? Oh, there's quite a few. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I won't, I won't get into all of them, but the, you know, one that comes to mind is um, I guess one myth could be that if, uh, if an electrician is on site on a job or something somewhere s stops working, that they somehow had something to do with it. Uh, and I can tell you that I've, I've walked into many places where, you know, suddenly at that moment, something stopped working like an overhead light. And, and I literally just walked through the door and I know it's coming. <laughs> and then it comes. What did you do? I get asked. And it's like, well, I wish I had divine powers and I could influence whether or not your lights work without touching them but well, well, uh, who, who, who knows maybe 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 you, maybe you do man I don't know. maybe, <laughs> maybe I you do. have divine powers <laughs> if you maybe could again if, if you could then try to speak a little bit towards the cat towards the microphone so we could hear you a little bit a little bit clearer that'd be helpful you know if i um i don't have divine powers but uh i'm happy to be your hero and fix that i might tell somebody if if i ran into that situation um and actually we i did run into something similar to that uh just a couple of weeks ago, uh, I was on a commercial job and I was um, evaluating uh, their electrical system, uh, see what issues existed. And after I closed up everything and after I made sure, of course, that everything was working, a uh, fire alarm system starts going off and one of the employees runs out and says, we lost a phase, we lost a phase. And of course, everybody at the very large facility comes right to me and like always ask, well, what did you do? <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't do anything, but uh, you know what? We'll sort this out. We'll get to the bottom of it. It wound up being an FPNL issue and somebody had taken out a, a power line, one of the transmission lines with a, with a truck um, down one of the alleys. So we were able to get that um, figured out relatively quick and get FPNL out there to deal with that, do their job. Um, one other myth I will mention though, and this is kind of an important one is, a lot of people believe that a handyman is is qualified to work on electrical systems and um, that there won't be any negative consequences to making such a decision. Um, just so all the listeners know, uh, we can fix that too. 
So I think I think one of the uh, great things about well, one of the reasons why we do this podcast is to get a look under the hood, get to uh, learn a little bit about the, the people behind local businesses, uh, so that our residents can feel comfortable with these businesses, so that when they do come to do work on their house, that that type of stuff doesn't happen, right? Where something else goes, something else. Like you said, like you alluded to, something else maybe breaks and then people are quick to blame you for that. I think if you trust the person that's coming over to do the work, you, know, you don't second guess that and you, and you listen to what they say. Like, I remember a time specifically I had a plumber come to my old house and something was wrong with the garbage disposal. I don't know what it was. And he turned it on and let it run for 10 minutes straight with no water going down it, just just running and running and running. And it ended up breaking. And then he tried to tell me that well, it wasn't anything he did. It just must have been must have needed to be replaced, and it just didn't. It didn't sit well with me. It didn't make much sense, and that was an interesting experience. So it was a fine line between the two, right? I would I would um, attribute that to a lack of uh, knowledge on on the part of the plumber. Um, those things are you know generally in order to keep them cool and keep them from burning up. You need to. Yeah. They, they will overheat. They do have a safety mechanism um, incorporated into them, a thermal uh, safety mechanism. But, um, you know, it's a, it's possible that the plumber didn't know that. And if he did, he didn't admit to it. And unfortunately, you know, that type of behavior gives um, tradesmen in general, I think, a, a bad, bad, rep. uh, bad yeah. reputation. Mm-hmm. Um, however, the people that have worked with us, our clients, um, you know, if, if there was ever a mistake that we made of course we own up to it if if that even happens it's rare um but you know it's it's at the end of the day it's about making sure that the community knows likes and trusts us and our people uh and we're not sending anybody out that um you know we wouldn't have in our own home so um we want people to feel comfortable they are our neighbors and um we wouldn't ask uh anything of them that we wouldn't ask of others in that same scenario yeah, absolutely. I always say it makes life a lot easier when you have a team of professionals, uh, you know, whether it's plumber, electrician, AC company, obviously accountant, financial advisor, where you have all these people uh, surrounding you that you have confidence in, you can trust. It takes a lot of stress off your decision making in these fields that we know nothing about. Right. And you don't have to worry about getting you know, five different quotes from people and trying to ascertain which is the best way to go. Uh, so it's so important to get to know like I said, the businesses that operate within our community. So very, very cool. So where do you, do you like, are you local here in and around Cooper city? Where are you based out of? So we're real close to Cooper city. Uh, we actually live in uh, Dana beach. Um, okay. just a hop, skip and a jump from uh, the entrance to Cooper city. Um, our office is in Hallandale. Um, we've been there since, since about 2009, I think is when we opened that office, roughly that, that, that time frame. Um, but yeah, we're we're working in Cooper City. We're working in Davie. We're working in Hollywood, Allendale, all of the you know Broward County um, uh, surrounding areas uh, as well. We you know we go like I said as far south as uh, Dade County and as far north as uh, North Palm Beach in some cases. But uh, primarily, this is this is our backyard um, uh, near the Cooper City area. Your electrical playground, so to speak. Our electrical playground. <laughs> <laughs> so what what do you like to do for fun when you're not working? Uh, maybe tell us a little bit about your family and uh, what you guys do in your leisure time. Yeah, sure. Uh, so um, 
one of the things I love doing these days is um, any time that I get to spend with my kids, my family, my girls, um, of course, they're exposed to anything that I like, my hobbies. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm in things like fishing. I'm an avid fisherman. I love anything related to cars, fast cars specifically. Uh, I've been surfing for probably over 20 years. Um, I do uh, practice martial arts. And uh, as of recently, the last few years, I've started taking up cooking, believe it or not. Love and, it. Uh, I, I love it. I absolutely love it. And yep. seeing the smile on people's faces after making a dish is, is there's nothing better for me. I always said like, like my, my wife went to culinary school way back when she's a great, she's from Peru and she's, she's a great cook and I've dabbled here and there, but I feel, I feel most comfortable and I'm at my best when I'm cooking and serving food to people. It just gives you that, that special feeling uh, when you put out, uh, when you put out food for the family or for friends, uh, it's just, it's so, it's so heartfelt and it's, it's it means so much. And, um, as many people do, I do love, love food. <laughs> I'd love to eat. No, what, kind, <laughs> what kind of, what kind of stuff you like to cook? So, uh, you know, anytime I get a chance to cook some steaks up, that's, uh, that's one of my go-to. What's, what's your favorite cut? My favorite cut is going to have to be the ribeye. Uh, the ribeye, man, the ribeye. Huh? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Second to that would probably be the filet. And, uh, you know, then we'll go down the line. We'll get to the picanha and <laughs> all the different sausages and the list will go on and on. But, uh, you know, you know, I create some of my own unique uh, little dishes too, my own concoctions. Now, have you ever had, have you ever tried the A5 Wagyu? I haven't personally. I do have a close friend that uh, swears that uh, it is it is not for him. For I agree. For reason. I agree. You, yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, they had them at, uh, at Costco from time to time. They have ribeyes and strips at Costco. I mean, it's a fortune, obviously. It's certainly worth tasting once, but it, it really is like meat butter. It's It doesn't even taste like steak or meat. There's no texture to it. It's just like a, a glob of like meat flavored fat. It's very delicate and rich. You can't eat too much of it. I mean, again, certainly something to try, but you wouldn't want to sit there and, and consume a whole steak. It's just too rich. It's all fat. I'm convinced it doesn't sound appetizing at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, but people talk about it like it's the best thing ever. But, you know, to, to each his own. Um, I like a good New York strip, ribeye, filet, all, all that. It, just, it really just depends on the, the quality of the meat, really. Absolutely. But very, very cool. So you mentioned you had two girls. I do. Um, How old? I've got a, a five-year-old and a and a three-year-old, Mia and Lily, and uh, uh, of course they're in school right now, uh, and they are the loves of my life. Um, everything in life has just improved since they came along, and they are basically everything I look forward to is is being with them and seeing them, and everything I do and everything we do is is centered around, you know, just their joy, their happiness. And that brings us joy and happiness. And of course, you know, any of the hobbies that, uh, that my wife and I are partake in, um, that the girls like, they love doing whatever we do. So it's, uh, it's been great. It's really been great. Kids well, are wonderful. You're, you're right behind me. Well, not right behind me, but you know, tailing behind me. I have a 11 year old daughter that just started middle school and a nine year old son that is, uh, over in Griffin Elementary in Cooper City. And man, is it an interesting and wild ride with these kids growing up. Uh, my wife is taking my daughter to the Bruno Mars concert tonight. 
over at the Hard Rock. So she is nice. needless to say, she's rather excited about that. Should be a lot of fun. So oh yeah, they're gonna love it. Mommy, mommy, daughter night out should be uh should be entertaining for sure. So sitting here today. I think you alluded to it earlier, some of the hardships that you face throughout life. Is there something that comes to mind along your journey, a life hardship or challenge, maybe a defining moment, something that, you know, kind of looking back at stands out to you? It's a great question. That's a, it's a tough question. Um, Very loaded question. (laughs) Um, You know, there, there have been many hardships I faced. Um, Many I've risen above, and also many I fight to rise above today. And I expect there will be more in the future. You know, many yeah. people have experienced hardships. They've lost loved ones, and some hardships aren't easily relatable to, um, especially if they're profound. But um, I'll tell you one about the uh, uh, Streamline Electric, uh, as I believe that'd be more relevant here. Um, when I first incorporated Streamline Electric, as I mentioned, it was back in uh, 2007, uh, toward the end of the year, I believe. And um, in 2008, uh, and I think many of your listeners listeners will remember, uh, we had that uh, real estate bubble burst um, and the economy, it was just, it was decimated. Um, jobs were lost, foreclosures were reaching an all-time high. And the construction industry at the time, uh, which obviously electrical was part of, um, it was it was dead. There was no work. Uh, and just before that happened, uh, I had I had left my job to start the company. So um, not the best timing, um, but that's what I was facing uh, when I when I started the company. You know, my wife and I we struggled with with this for a very long time. Uh, we never gave up and you know thank goodness my wife uh, she believed in me and she never gave up on me i think today uh you know after having gone through that and surviving that uh we're both stronger better people for it indeed indeed thanks for sharing so before we wrap up here maybe what's the one thing you'd like to leave our listeners with you'd like them to know about streamline Um, I would say, uh, I'd like the listeners, uh, to know that, um, at Streamline, we will continue to strive to ensure that you can look forward to hiring us for any of your electrical needs. And when you look back on your experience with us, uh, you look back on it as one of your better hiring decisions. We're here when you need us. We'll be here. We're here to help. And we look forward to speaking with you. All right. Sounds good. How can we learn more? Maybe share your website, contact information. Let us know how we can reach you guys. Uh, If you'd like to learn more about Streamline Electric and the services we provide, just visit our website, www.streamlineelectric.com. There's lots of useful information on ways to save money on your electric bill and information about different electrical issues that you might be experiencing with links to articles and informative summaries. Uh, For faster service, contact us by phone directly at 954-830-0637. And you can also reach us uh, via email at info at streamlineelectric.com. 
All right. Sounds good, brother. We'll link in the description below to all of your contact information. Michael, thanks so much for joining us today, brother. Thank you very much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Now, the pleasure is all ours. And thanks to our listeners for tuning in. And we will catch you next time. Everyone have a wonderful day and take care. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Cooper City. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to GNPCooperCity.com. That's GNPCooperCity.com or call 954-231-3170.